ขับซ้ายเบนเ
we'll we'll get into you it. Hate but to I see have it. I have some thoughts on this. You have some thoughts. I do. Mm-hmm. So we left off looking at a giant wooden cross that the Cullens, a family of vampires, have hanging in their house. Why do they have it? Because it was Carlisle's dad's. <gasps> wow. Who was a preacher? He's super Christian. Big surprise. When was this? Uh, in the 1600s. <gasps> I don't know why we're doing this style. We never do. We've never done this before. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you gotta because this one is actually plot based, so we actually have to like remember what was happening. Yeah, in the last that's one, true. As opposed to like, welcome to Twilight Tuesday. The and teens are on their bullshit. The heterosexuals are at it again. <laughs> the heterosexuals are at it again. This is actually true. a continuation of a story that he has already started to tell. Yes, yes, true. I'm that trying to be helpful. Basically, we're leaving off. He was a vampire hunter and preacher, and he was turned into a vampire. Oh, and right. he And then he woke up, and that's where we left off. Yep. But in sort of the frame story we have, Edward's like, well, why doesn't the man himself tell you? And they like... He, like, sweeps her into Carlisle's office. His sexy office. Yeah. His... Okay, so they go into the office, and she says, it held more books than I'd ever seen outside of a library, and if that doesn't make you horny, I don't know oh, what yeah. does. I mean, how big of a room is this? I don't know, but there's a like, lot of books. <laughs> is it, like, is it like, like Belle's library in Beauty and the Beast? Right, I assume it's kind of, like, a big bedroom size, because they're almost, like, mm. a floor... I'd assume that their master bedroom is probably the biggest bedroom, but I assume, like, it's a pretty hearty room. Maybe it's, like, double height, like, Dumbledore's office? Mm, Dumbledore's office. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey's really into Dumbledore, just in case you didn't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, okay. She just likes can, a fancy room. He can get it. Okay, Jude Law Dumbledore, Jude Law? especially. I was gonna say, I was like, bitch, you saw Jude Law we, Dumbledore. We watched Fantastic yeah. Beasts 2 in bad. theaters. It was bad, but Jude Sorry, Law Allison. Dumbledore can get it yeah <laughs> um <laughs> anyway back to the daddy at hand he's like wait i need to read this carlisle sat behind a huge mahogany desk in a leather chair he just he was just placing a bookmark in the pages of a thick volume he held he's reading a big book it's thick it's a thick book <laughs> sitting in his big leather chair reading his thick book okay i'm done <laughs> thoughts it's half like Oh my god, he's so cool. Half like, he's like, oh, I didn't, like, he knows she's yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there reading the biggest book that I own. <laughs> oh my god, wait, this is even better. He's like, quick, let me find the big book. <laughs> but, like, inside he has, like, friggin', like, Sports Illustrator or something. Oh my and... god. I was gonna say his iPhone, but that's right, they weren't a thing. They don't, yeah, they didn't have those yet. Yeah, his, he was. He was. It was actually his iPod Nano. He was just. He was just. He was just working on his playlist. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he comes in and he's like, he's like, oh, what can I do you for? Yeah. Because he talks like that because he's mm-hmm. ancient. <laughs> yes, and then they're talking about like him telling him the story and etc. And he's like, oh, let me show you. Finally, the real vampire shit, his collection of all of the photographs and paintings and everything that he has from his life. Yes. This is the gothic nonsense that I've been waiting for yes. for 335 pages. Yeah. Where it's like he just has a big ass wall in his big ass library office. In his big ass house on with, a hill. With old photographs and paintings and shit from his 
uh, 300-ish years, yeah, right? Yeah, 300. Yeah, from his 300-ish years. Yeah. This is, the, this is the shit that I'm talking about. Yeah, no, this is what we came here for. We're finally getting it. And he starts off at, like, one end, and it's, like, a retrospective of his life. Which yeah. Is sick. That's lit. That's lit. Um, and he starts so cool. at, like, a small oil painting, and he says, London in the 1650s, the London of my youth. Yeah, that's, like, I guess maybe he did it, or he bought it from someone. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's un- unclear if it, yeah. You never, you never really find out where he sourced these. I'm, like... Miss Stephanie Meyer, leak the source. How did he source all of these paintings? I have to know. I have to know. Who's his art dealer? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right? Like, I could read a book just of, like, a frame story of them doing the different chapters of his life. It's so cool. Yeah, no. He's a super compelling character. Yeah, for sure. So, we start to get into it, and we're we're getting into it. Into the backstory. Let's go. Wait. First, Carlisle fucking leaves. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, just kidding. It's very annoying. <laughs> yeah, and then, so, we're, we, like, meet this super cool 300-year-old vampire, and he's, like, we've he been shown. Books. We've been shown that he has, like, this insane artful history, and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I got to be at the hospital. Bye. <laughs> Which is, like, so real. Like, Peter's dad is also a doctor, and I was mm-hmm. like, this checks. It does, I mean, it does check <laughs> but, out. like, hi, it's nice to see you. I got a yeet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, I don't know, I thought this was kind of just, like, a fun mm-hmm. little musing. She's like, huh, it was a strange combination to absorb. The everyday concerns of a town doctor stuck in the middle of a discussion of his early days in the seven- in 17th century London. I just wished that, like, Twilight played up yeah. that interplay between yeah. their age and the historical elements and the modern elements. Yeah, they don't, she doesn't really get into the historical elements. She's more like, it's hot that he's he stayed a virgin so long. Yeah, That's right. Like... <laughs> we focus way too much on that, and not enough on like the importance of the importance of No Nut November is just... far far outweighs any historical significance. There's just there's so much that you could unpack. Like he was super into music his whole life, so yeah. I'm sure he like met fucking Duke Ellington and yeah. shit. Like yeah, but the, no, but we don't do that. no, no, that's not important. <laughs> this is a teen romance novel. Yeah. Um. Also, so... weird, unsettling thought. Not like thought, unsettling. Unsettling because she calls it unsettling. Yeah. Was that um, the only reason that Carlisle is speaking out loud is because Bella's in the room because Edward can just hear his thoughts. <laughs> that is wild. Anyway, the cool painting wall. And then we, sorry, Carlisle leaves and okay. then we jump into it. He, he leaves. He has to go stand in for another doctor, but Edward mm-hmm. knows the stories just as well as yeah. Carlisle because he's been told them a million times. So mm-hmm. back to the good good. Yeah. So at, right after he turned... He was like, oh my god, I'm a, I'm a horrible monster. So I'm a lot of what we've been the doing yeah. the rest of this book. Yeah. I wonder where Edward learned it from. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to kill himself multiple ways. Yes. This, uh, this just also PSA, all of our episodes have content warnings in the episode descriptions. So in case you never look at those, um, just take a gander if you... Yeah are interested in content mornings, I always include those because we talk about shit like this. Thanks, Peter. This is all the ways that Carlisle tries to kill himself. Yeah, okay. And then um, Bella also goes immediately, how? Yeah, like, you, Bella. Bitch, no, you don't, when she's like, oh, well, this person tried to commit a suicide. It's like, how do how? you, how? Bitch. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I shouldn't have asked that. And he's like, oh, whatever. She, he's like, listen, 
we can't die, so I might as well tell you. <laughs> right, yeah. He's like, Meh. Rude, but... Yeah. He, yeah. We don't really need to get into it, but ultimately he does try to starve himself and, like, yes. moves away from human civilization. He thinks that is the only way. Yeah, right. Which is, actually, you... we learn later it's not. Yeah. Um, but he, Edward says in this chapter that there are very few ways to kill vampires. I guess, so I guess theoretically maybe they can die of starvation, right? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Edward says they of... can't, but like logistically, doesn't that make sense? Otherwise, if they can't die of starvation, yeah. why do they need to eat at all? I think that it right? would be probably more of like, I don't know. Obviously, Stephanie Meyer didn't think this through, but like, <laughs> she, there's a lot of like stone imagery and metaphors when they talk about their vampireness and i think it would be kind of more of like they would go into like uh oh, like, some hibernation. Sort of, like hibernation and if like mm, they were given like given blood they could probably be revived is what i'm assuming or if like something came close to them like i don't, I don't know we're yeah, overthinking this but we definitely are but that's what having a week a bi-weekly hourly long podcast about <laughs> twilight is for yeah and then also too carlisle says that as he got weaker his like instinct to hunt became stronger yeah because mm-hmm. he he had like been like i'm not killing people that's not happening so i'm just gonna remove myself from civilization mm-hmm. and just not eat until i eventually pass away from starvation right which was the plan right but then a deer wanders by and he like can't control himself and he attacks it and he's like oh wait shit i feel better now we've all been there (laughs) we've all been there he was just really hangry yeah and then he ate a deer and he was like oh wait i used to eat deer before i was a vampire (laughs) and now i can eat deer and i just like think it's funny because it's like implied this has been going on for like weeks or months and he never thought to like just try eating meat (laughs) try to eat other things that weren't human i don't know well he was trying to like starve himself so right but anyway this is how he decides that he is going to be able to like live so he says that he could exist without becoming a demon he found himself again yes that's nice that's so nice anyway immediately after that he like is continuing the story and he's like and then he swam to France, and I Bella love this like part. <laughs> Bella loses it. She like he swam to France. Edward's like, uh, yeah, people, Bella, but people swim like humans swim the English Channel, and, and like, Bella's oh. like, oh fuck. I I mean like <laughs> listen, I'm on Bella's level because I have I've talked about this like multiple times. Have just the image of them walking or running or swimming yeah. as like a real long distance form of transportation yeah. it's just so humorous to me it is humorous like it's just like <laughs> carlisle's just like all right my good fellows i am going i'm going for a little swim to france now and then he's like he he just throws pushes himself off, off the dock <laughs> <He> just, he, <laughs> just like a swan dive into yes. the how, did he bring I mean, I guess I don't need suitcases or anything, so they're like... Bitch needs clothes. Yeah, wait, where, like, did he bring his paintings? Like, did he, like, make oh, wait, a raft? this is also at night. Oh, did they say that? No, but he can't go out in the fucking sun. Oh, true. <laughs> so it's just, like, evening on the docks, and he's, like, he's, like, waving to the dock workers, like... <laughs> evening, evening. Going for a swim here with my... Sorry. Uh, hello, fellows, just, just going for a swim here with my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> have a, have a... Have a jolly good night. <laughs> Throws himself into the ocean. Just... They're like, did that guy just die? 
and then just swim to the channel. So anyway, we spent far too long on this. We definitely we think have. I might have to cut it out. It's funny because Bella's like, what? Yeah. And then you find out that they don't need to breathe. Yeah. Oh, again, and we're just like, oh, yeah, sorry. We don't need to breathe. We just, we've actually mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, yeah, we just like, we just breathe to smell and for no other reason. Yeah. And Bella's like, she sort circuits and she's like. Excuse me, what? She's like, we we just have so much to unpack here. Yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, nah, I'm going to keep telling you about my dad. Oh, wait, so. we need to take a break now because, um. Edward needs to feel bad about himself. Oh my so God. just real quick. Um, <laughs> we do. He's like looking at her weird. And she's like, what? And he's like, I'm waiting for it to happen. He's like, for what to happen? He says, I know that at some point, something I tell you or something you see is going to be too much. And then you'll run away from me screaming as you go. And she's like, oh my God, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. He's like, <laughs> he literally says, "I." he's talking about how like, he wants to protect her by making her run away, but he also, like, loves her and wants to be with her. He's like, I can't possibly reconcile my two desires. <laughs> and then there is a four-dot ellipsis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, oh, my God, it is four. Wow. Yeah. So That's he's, he's just feeling particularly um, Particularly angsty. ellipsy. Yeah. <laughs> Bella's like, she's like, I'm so over this. I'm sorry, readers. We're going to get back on track. And she goes, so, Carlisle was swimming to France. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we gotta, fo- we gotta focus. Focus up. Focus up. Come on. I know you, you, we get it. You hate yourself. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Let's so, go, lesbians. Let's go. So then, Carlisle, his next phase of his life in France was studying medicine. Yeah. And um, I think he studied some other stuff, too. He said that he... Uh, he studied, well, like, he, like, he studied the arts. Because back then it wasn't like you just study medicine. You study, like, the things that there are to study because there's, like, six of them. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> there's only two subjects in school. Yeah. And it's, like, magic and writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so he was like, yeah, I'm gonna go study. And so he, anyway, he did. And, um, so does this imply that there is a certain amount of modern medical science that is directly attributable to him. Oh my god, I never thought about that. That I would mean, be really cool. Just if you had if you thought about this for 30 more seconds, you would be like, here's all of his paintings, and here are the 250 medical textbooks <laughs> and medical devices that he invented over the 300 yes. years of um like being alive during the founding okay, of medicine. Okay, he also says that it took him two centuries to perfect his like immunity to human blood in order to like practice in a hospital 24 like not 24/7, but like yeah. as a like stealth vampire. Yeah. I mean, but back then like doctors often studied corpses anyway oh yeah no so. i'm just saying that it would it would make sense that he was like a research doctor for yeah a long time right. yeah 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 no you're right because he was perfecting his ability to be around humans that are bleeding out right so it makes sense that he like he in the twilight universe is it called carlisle's anatomy fuck you need to put that in good twilight <laughs> in good twilight like she, like, meets Carlisle and is like, wow, like, haha, funny. From Carlisle's, Carlisle's anatomy. anatomy. He's like, haha, yeah. But, like, it's it's him. It's him. Or it's, like, Colin anatomy, right? Because yeah. I think, actually, Gray was his last name. Yeah, no, I think it was. Um, but it's like, oh, haha, like, Colin's anatomy. Like, yeah, no, it, it's actually I his. Yeah, he actually, <laughs> actually wrote it. Yes. Um, 
No, that'd be great. Yeah. So, so anyway, add that to the list. Stephanie Meyer, call me. Yeah, email us your ideas for Good Twilight. We uh, want to yeah. hear them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway. Um. But then, then, in the midst of all of this, while he's studying in Italy, he finally meets some other vampires that are not like the kind of grimy punk rock sewer vampires yeah. of London. Yeah. But the sophisticated, uh, the gentlemanly bourgeoisie. Yes. The sophisticated bourgeoisie yeah. of high-class vampire society yes. in Italy. Yeah, apparently London vampires, as you can imagine, because, I mean, it's London, they're all yeah. crust punks. Yes. And the ones in Italy are bougie. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we learn, these are the guys that we later learn are called the Vol- Voltori. Yes, right? I believe so. They are essentially the vampire Catholic church slash government. It is literally... The, like, the head of, like, the Catholic Church. It... What's-his-face is literally yeah. the Pope. Wait, does that... Oh, my gosh. Wow, we have a lot... There's a lot to unpack There's with a lot the Christian unpack. metaphor of the Volturi later being the villains yeah, versus, like, but you get into <laughs> American that more Christianity. Too, and yeah. then also in Breaking Dawn. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of Catholic shit to unpack. There really is. Especially because she's Mormon. Yeah, which, so... like, that's a that's a fraught relationship. With, yeah. Mormonism has a fraught relationship with, like, the majority of yeah. ma- main sh- or, uh, older, older Christian. Because that's fun. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get amped for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's 17th century. Or, yeah. Sorry, 19th century. Yeah. So he hangs okay. out with them for a while and... He likes that he finally met some people that he can, like, can truly understand him, yeah. except they kind of hit a block in their relationship because he's like, hey, we should stop killing people. And they're like, hey, you should start killing people. And they have a friendship breakup. Yeah. No, like, like, he's like, I don't really want to live with you guys anymore. I'm yeah. going to go check out America. Yeah. Because that's happening. Yeah, that's happening at the time. And yeah, they're in the process of genocide. I should go see, yeah. what's, see what's up. Let's see see what's happening with that. <laughs> that got dark really fast. Yeah, it did. I mean. I just mm. didn't, I was like, I was like, I want, it, he's going to America, but like, let's forget, let's like not, it's like the way that she describes it in the book is like, fun, new worlds await. And I'm like, yeah. it's not really, let's like, let's like acknowledge at least that it was not a fun new worlds await situation. He went for his religious freedom. He, okay, babe. but he did. Yep. He kind of did. <laughs> I mean, if. Because he left the Italians who like wanted him to be part of the Catholic church and literally went to America to do his like more morally correct religious yeah peter's doing these hand motions right now that are just like hilarious yeah. i'm like um like making like yep this leads to this and this leads and this to that like yep and this yep. is it all this, connects you know what this is a very this is a more religious focused chapter than we thought it was going to be <laughs> i mean book honestly <laughs> book yeah it's true so much of this was lost on me as a teenager because I did not grow up in the Catholic Church or in any religion. Or with any knowledge about Mormonism, which I like I'm slowly becoming an expert on for some reason. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I just think it's like really interesting. I listened to actually the last podcast on the left series Mm. on Mormonism. Oh, cool. Um, 
it, it's really long. It's like four hours long. Yeah. And um, I, I listened to all of Oh No, Ross and Carrie's Mormonism. Yeah. Um, that, that's also great. Stint, so that was pretty long. Mm-hmm. I will put in a time and effort. Also, great podcast. Oh yes. No, Ross and Carrie. Yeah. One of the one of the inspirations for starting a podcast. Yeah. Just a little plug. Just yeah. a little cheeky yeah. plug. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- those are both great podcast resources on Mormonism. If you want some background, <laughs> yeah. that is where our background talking about Mormonism yeah. basically is from. Is because Ono and Carrie. Yeah. And last podcast on the left's coverage is like more historical based. Yes. So they talk about like Joseph Smith and Brigham Young and stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> They all get their own planets. Anyway. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> um, so Bella's like, okay, no, no, no. So he okay. went to America to essentially find religious freedom. Find religious freedom um, and start practicing as a doctor. And start practicing as a doctor because he finally had like perfected the art of not murdering people. Mm-hmm. And he was also very lonely and was hoping that he would find other vampires in the new world who are looking for something more similar to what he envisioned. Yeah, right. And apparently sort of this whole time he had been kind of toying with... Sin. <laughs> with creating... Yes. A, and basically he was kind of, I guess, trying to unpack the most ethical way to turn someone should that exist. Yeah. And... Whether or not it would be his ultimate moral, like, falling to turn somebody else into a vampire out of selfishness. Right. But he's just, he's so desperate for friends, He's been man. alone for a very long time. <laughs> this poor guy. This dude's been alone for 200 years. Yeah. So he devises a plan that he is going to save somebody who is on the verge of death anyway, mm-hmm. and who doesn't have anybody, mm-hmm. and he doesn't even know if it'll work, because he's not even entirely sure why he became a vampire. Right, he like, isn't the really even sure it, how to. Which they still don't mention this one, because Edward's keeping that shit on lockdown. Yeah, we'll find out later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he finds Edward dying of the Spanish flu. Yep. He, he was working at the hospital. He knew his parents died, uh, and he, he had no family left due to this plague. And he was like, well, I guess it's my time. (laughs) Better, better now than never. So he changes the 17 year old boy who's about to die Mm -hmm. and the rest is history. Yep. Yeah. And he, and he stays a virgin until. (laughs) <laughs> sorry this version and, thing keeps coming back and it's interesting bella points out that like Ali, as he's telling this story she's like i wonder if he is recalling his own memories or carlisle's mm. memories because he can see yeah. everybody's memories yeah which also super interesting yeah like, right thing that like he can see from the eyes of his like creator essentially like yeah. how he was like the decisions yeah into bringing him so he talks about it a little bit more yeah um so he gets like essentially he's born into being carlisle's son or like reborn whatever you want to call it and carlisle wants him to follow his philosophy carlisle and edward are like nine years apart (laughs) okay i wanted to talk about that (laughs) do you want to talk about that now okay here's the thing he is 200 years old, and he creates essentially what is his son, but they're really only, uh, they're not that many years apart in, like, physical age. Yeah, like, Bella said- Bodily age. There's, like, a lot of discourse, TM, about, like, because, sort of, word of Stephanie Meyer, they stay, like, emotionally the same age for life. Yeah. 
um like are they are they their you know their life span age or are they their emotional brain age yeah because she tries to like justify him edward and bella's relationship like it's not weird because he's not actually 80 he's like mentally a teenager still and it's like yeah but it kind of seems like he has the wisdom of an 80 year old person (laughs) and the life experiences of an 80 year old person yeah and this is like that's just like an old twilight argument right anyway earlier bella describes carlisle as like in his late 20s yeah so (laughs) yeah right so i he's a vampire so like he you know looks very young and yeah perfect and whatnot but whatever whatever um they hit edward i mean just speaking especially from the perspective of the gay community basically okay there was a lot of fan fiction of edward and carlisle and i didn't get it no i (laughs) then i thought i mean of course we we are acknowledging that carlisle edward when he first turns edward they are not family no they are not we are talking about in the moment that Carlisle is a 26-year-old doctor and Edward is a 17-year-old boy with the flu from... <laughs> what are uh, Chicago. Chicago. Like, I mean, I certainly know people who have been in relationships with that age gap. Yeah, and it's also like <laughs> he didn't turn somebody to be his... No, not like specifically to be his like lover oh no no i was just saying that like in the typical vampire canon Mm -hmm. people are turning people to be their lovers yeah and so it was always kind of funny to me that he turned edward before he turned esme but it's Mm -hmm. painted as like a like the situation was it was a good situation to try it yeah and he wasn't and like it worked and then he was able to change esme later and you learn about that later Mm -hmm. um but i like rereading it i was like it kind of sounds like he did this so he could fuck him yeah just (laughs) just having an adult queer person's lens to it you're like oh yeah like you know (laughs) this is the subject of many gay erotic novels yes (laughs) it's like and then he turned him and he was so thankful that he saved his life that he sucked his dick like yeah like (laughs) it's not it's not that uh, and then they made hot passionate vampire love for all eternity like that is a gay romance novel yeah and i remember seeing that take when i was younger and was kind of like that's kind of weird i don't really get it but having like grown up around queer culture now i'm like oh yeah Yeah. i see how people could have immediately jumped to that conclusion oh yes absolutely for sure age caps in the queer community are are very common are because bigger because there's less of us this is not condoning in any way of course please do not um, <laughs> please don't do this if you're a teen listening to this podcast twi- i mean obviously 20 like people in their late 20s should really not be dating 17 year old no, they should not but i'm saying in 1900s in chicago it was happening oh yeah <laughs> so <laughs> yes. it was happening anyway it was happening anyway yes. but we're um, talking in a historical sense with the modern sense yeah yeah, nah, <laughs> but yeah. and again, this ship specifically eh, doesn't really do it for me. But I don't I get find it. it particularly compelling. But yeah. we we see you and we hear you, Edward Cullen, right. <laughs> <laughs> Now I get it. It clicked. We are acknowledging you guys. We we get it a little bit more. 
And so, okay, now that we've talked for entirely too long about everything in this chapter so far. That's how this fucking show works. Um, so... Edward talks about his rebellious phase. Yes, so Bella's like, oh, so, like, have you guys always lived together? How long have you guys been roommates? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Essentially. Or, you know, father and son, whatever. Yeah. Um, They really, she really puts down the father and son relationship. Yeah, like, that is clearly their relationship. But it's just funny, kind of, like... My sibling is not that far in age from me. Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like, this would be, like, you being Allison's dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like. It's just it's just funny because of the aging. But ten... also, if you take into account the 200 years he had already lived and Edward being 17, right. like, versus the vast, like, yeah, 200 right. years of life, even yeah. as an 80-year-old man. Right. Like. He's still a lot older than him, and he's still dad. Yeah, yeah, so, it's true. But <laughs> he says that it took him a really long time to be re- to like be a rebellious teen because he can read Carlisle's thoughts, and he knew that like all of his intentions were so pure, and he loved him so much. And I was like, ah. Yeah, I I was half like that's very sweet, and half like. Oh, Carlisle's such an amazing Christian. He never yeah. has any impure thoughts about <laughs> his vampires. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Well, he's um, just like, <laughs> I don't know. He He's genuinely dedicated to his moral compass. Yes. Instead of like, I guess Edward being like, you just want me to do this because teenage angst reason like yeah. like right. you're just trying to control me dad yeah. and he's like but exactly. he can read into his mind and he's like i just want you to like i just like uh want to... not kill people <laughs> I, I want i just want you to go to heaven son. i just want you to go to heaven son and like even though like they talk more in the future about how that's like does that work right. <laughs> yeah. yeah they do actually unpack that later i think yeah they do Oh my gosh, he literally describes it as a life of abstinence. He does. It's so good. It's so I was like it's it's so on the nose. I was like I I like almost like threw my computer. I read it on the You cannot you you, yes you reader, can also live a life free of sin. Yeah. (laughs) Even if Edward can do it, so can you. (laughs) It's wild. And he wants to fuck Bella so bad. Yeah, oh my god. Anyway, Um, so He's like, you don't think I'm a monster because I had a 10-year phase where I killed some guys. Oh, also he describes that you find out that when he was actively killing humans, because he can read their thoughts, he only killed people with the intent to do harm to other people. Yeah, he was like like, He would like vigilante around, I assume Chicago, I don't know what city, Mm -hmm. and just murder like rapists and murderers and people. Yeah, I don't know. Totally. Fucking Pence and shit. Yeah, right. Which, like, like is Stephanie Meyer's way of being like, yeah, he killed people, but, like, they were bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> but then he says that, like, it started to eat away at him that, like, even though he was only killing bad people, like, quote unquote, like, who who was he to be playing God? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He went back to daddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, w- he literally says then that he's the prodigal son, he too. He literally says that. They well, he says Esme and Carlisle welcomed him back as the prodigal son, and I was like, God, this is on the nose. I, it's just so. How did I miss this? Yeah, you were a Christian kid. I know. I'd have no excuse. You went to Bible camp, you idiot. <laughs> Where's your Bible study now? <laughs> um. So, 
then Edward's like, like, I'm such a monster. And Bella's like, listen, I've told you a million times. I am DTF no matter what. <laughs> Just so. Uh, anyway, so now it's time to go to Edward's room. Because she's DTF. <laughs> okay. What? I can't understand you when you so talk like that. He, he walks into his room. We get a quick layout. He has a huge CD collection yes. and a really nice stereo. And he has only a singular black leather couch. Yeah. What do you think of when you see a blank room <gasps> with only a black leather couch in oh it? Oh my god, it's the casting call room. Yes. Fuck. Oh my god, how have I never made that connection? <laughs> I read that and I was like... Oh my god, Bella, it's time for your audition. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, this is a this is a porn You're trope. probably a better person than me. Oh my god, no. This is like the basic this is like entry level vanilla porn shit. Yeah, it's it's a porn trope that they make these videos that are su- supposedly like the a girl comes in and the director's like time for your audition she's like what and he's like we're gonna have sex right here so i can catch you at my next porno and she's like okay and they fuck on this black couch and it's like a casting call quote unquote yes. that is not how people get interviewed to do yes porn that's work. not actually the situation that's not how it works they make these videos for for porn consumption for because people are into that, I guess. I don't know. Yes, they like the idea of it. I don't know. I, anyway, I anyway, this is also, the, not... this is the, exactly what Edward modeled his room after. <laughs> he doesn't need a bed because he doesn't sleep. Right, right. He only has a couch because he doesn't sleep. So yeah, he's just chilling and He just needs and, like, somewhere to jack off. And listen to his records, I was going to say. You know Edward doesn't jack off. <laughs> <laughs> you find out later that he could come. So maybe he does, Peter. You... You know that would be. That's true. You, you know. Look into your heart and Look know heart that and Edward Cullen has never jacked <laughs> off. Edward Cullen's been doing No Nut November for 80 years. <laughs> Is it still No Nut November if you've de- you never nutted? Okay. Um, Let's stop talking about so, Edward Cullen's penis. Yeah. Um, he has a million CDs. He's obviously very into that. Also, that was like how we kept music back then which is wild to think about (laughs) yeah i was gonna say it was like throwback (laughs) he has sick like black curtains on all the walls to like have good acoustics and i always thought that his room was like hella sexy oh yeah he's a huge like floor to ceiling window on the south face that like overlooks the river and the mountains oh yeah amazing forget about the boys just take his room yeah come on that's great the scene where Anne um Loves Tom's oh apartment God. so yeah. much <laughs> that me at the Colin house like yes, there's amenities everywhere. Amenities everywhere. <laughs> um, and then he like puts on a CD. He puts on some jazz, some which jazz. immediately made Peter just take his pants off. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I do. Uh, and but then he immediately is like, oh yeah, I have my music sorted by year, and then how much I like it. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible way to sort. Things. That's a terrible way. Not Come even on. alphabetically by year? Uh, or by artist alphabet. Like, just, uh. it was, it's bad, yeah. Anyway, I'm mad about that. He's a vampire, Peter. He has a higher form of consciousness. You, you just can't grasp how he organizes I, his music. I can't. And then Edward's like... <laughs> it's Edward. time for the weird sexual tension to come back in the form of play wrestling. Oh, no. First, he's like... Oh. He, he takes a moment and he's like, Wow, it felt really good to be emotionally vulnerable with you. And Bella's Aww. like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's like, wow, it didn't feel shitty to share my feelings. And she's like, God, you need therapy so bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that actually was a cute. That was like, I was like, God, this is so healthy. Yeah, it was Where like. Where did this come from? 0.2 seconds of likability from Mr. Edward Cullen. Yeah. Um, but I mean, okay, so then then we get into the spicy stuff. This is definitely this the spiciest thing. Okay, to me, this was definitely the sexiest part. By far. Oh, well, I mean, when I was a kid. Like, yeah. so, sorry. So far, this has been. No. When the I was most... a teen, this was, this scene, this is the scene that I got off on. Yeah, this, I mean, it's definitely been. Get, hold, buckle up, so you guys. Far. It is barely sexual. <laughs> 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 we were teens. We were small teens. I mean, but it's like more sexy in the way that vampires are sexy. Yeah, no, it is. So she's, like, joking about, like, he, she's never going to be scared of him and he should just give up. And he's like, oh, you're not scared of me. And he's, like, actually being playful for, like, the third time, mm-hmm. which is, like, very cute. And he's, like, he, like, overdramatically gets down into his, like, little hunting crouch and, like, like, bares his teeth at her and, like, wiggles his butt like a cat. And she's like, don't you fucking do it. And he pounces on her and, like, yeets her into the couch yeah. and, like, and, like, pins her to the couch. And she's like, oh, no, you got me. You're a terrifying monster. Yeah. Which, adorable. Yes, it's so cute. And then, and then Alice and Jasper, like, walking on them doing yeah, this and, playtime. Yeah, and Bedwood. Bedward, oh my god. Bedward! Fuck. And then Bella is like, oh my god, so embarrassing, I'm sitting on his lap and they're trying to talk to me, and like, yeah, bitch, then, <laughs> you're dating. Okay, but then Alice is like, she comes in and she's like, I wanted to know if you would share Bella, I also highlighted that. I literally highlighted that, and I was like, I was like, bisexual icon, Honestly? Alice Cullen wants to fuck Bella with you. Okay, so. So Alice wants to get in on this action and yeah. jasper wants to watch yeah i literally <laughs> read that fan fiction oh my god really this is how i found out about, about um double penetration <laughs> we're really earning the explicit tag okay but it is i remember um, reading a fan fiction and being like oh my god you could do that jesus christ <gasps> oh my god. was it it was jasper and edward yeah okay it was wild i also have like a very distinct memory of like in the fanfiction, Jasper was wearing red silk underwear, and I was like, God, that has to be sweaty. And then he put his dick in her butt, and I was like, What? <laughs> I was 13. I was like, You can't do that. She already got something in her vagina. But they did. And then I Googled that shit. Oh my gosh, this is like the la- hardest I've laughed at making an episode so far. <laughs> I can't, have I I'm not like told you this story? My <laughs> oh my god, how have I not told you this story? This was deeply formative. It's so good, we gotta go try to find this fanfiction. Oh my this. god, we do. You know we are. Oh my god, yes. It was on fanfiction.net. Okay, so, but then it gets even better because what are Alice and Jasper coming to see Edward to do also? And uh, we both are like, we're like, so we're like oh my god, <laughs> we like can't contain our excitement. It's time to play some motherfucking vampire baseball. So if you've never seen any meme about Twilight in the <laughs> Twilight Renaissance, um, we we learn in this chapter that the Cullens are just fucking really wild about baseball. They're fucking bananas for baseball, y'all. They love that shit. They love it. Edward literally says, "It's America's pastime." <laughs> like. 
love I'm that. I'm losing my shit. We'll talk way more about this next time. I don't even want to get amazing. into baseball because it's going to be too much. Guys, gonna be too much. next time. Is it, is it like the, the actual next chapter? The next chapter is called The Game. Guys, <laughs> next week is going to be a special, special episode. <laughs> talking about Fuck the meadow scene. Next week is the fucking is baseball, the baseball scene. scene. <sighs> Amazing. It's also um, the plot. It's the start of the plot. Oh, yeah. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> Oh my. Wait, next, next week, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Three quarters of this next week. Next week is uh, chapter 17, so you know. Yeah, out yeah. of 24. Yeah, so. <laughs> the plot. You know, the plot. Oh my gosh, and they like offhandedly, and then they're like, oh yeah, it's because there's thunder. Bye, and then it's when the chapter ends. She's like, why do you need thunder to play baseball? And then it like hard cuts to them playing baseball, basically. Yeah. So, we'll we'll get to that next <laughs> this was a banger this was like this my favorite a, chapter so far this, this, this chapter was a banger <laughs> i'm i'm like officially a carlisle stan now i'm also a carlisle stan ancient um, ancient doctor daddy can get it yeah edward like what the fuck has he been doing going to high school over and over again what right? what has he yeah, contributed to medical medical research yeah <laughs> um also, so, also, I'm like reaching the close. The closer I get to Carlisle's age, the more I'm like, oh, right, of fuck course, yeah. yeah. We, I mean, obviously, we're in our mid. We're in our mid twenties, so a stable doctor, a, stable, <laughs> a late... doctor, <laughs> a doctor with a lot of wealth and books. Yeah, he reads thick books. Yeah, I Edward Hoomst. He has a bunch of CDs and angst. Yeah, Psh, whatever. I want to get on Carlisle's lap. What was the straightest moment? Ooh. Uh... Uh, let's go queerest moments first. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's too so, easy. That's why. Okay. That's why. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I mean, uh, there's like a quick moment I feel like where Edward like manhandles her in like Carlisle's study, and she's like kind of humiliated by that. And yes. that's probably that's probably <laughs> that sounds accurate. Right. <laughs> and that sounds accurate. Um, being, being manhandled against your will. Yeah. Straight. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> And then the gayest moment, I mean, it's got to be Alice. It's got to be Alice I mean, coming in I, and being, like, threesome time. Yeah, so, yeah. like, Alice, I mean, it was in this chapter, so oh, also yeah. check. Great. I was going to say the gayest moment was him being emotionally vulnerable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> which oh is gosh. Which is, like, which is a terrible joke, because the joke is that gays are also terrible at emotional Yeah, of course. That's definitely, like... <laughs> But we joke a oh, lot that... Oh, straight people listen to this podcast and they're like, your cultural references are inscrutable. How many gay people also <laughs> listen to this con- this podcast and say your cultural references are inscrutable? I don't know. <laughs> I imagine it's kind of like watching Psych, where it's like James Roday says something in like the cadence of a joke, so you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like when I'm listening to the McElroys and I'm like, yeah, I have no fucking clue who that is, lol. Yeah, right. Shout out to our street fans. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Limited car talk, so it was, it was honestly, although, like, check, Bitch, check, 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 there check. There was no car this talk. Was... There was only human, or sorry, vampire powder transportation. It's women real fast. Yeah, like, this is great. This was a banger of a chapter. Banger. Best chapter so far. Oil paintings, books. Yeah, like, psh. Give me more of this. Yeah, this was this. good. I would read a whole book of this. I can't believe she rewrote Twilight with Gender Swap and she didn't write another book about Carlisle. So, why didn't she write books about any of the other characters? Any of the other characters. She was Bella, like, 
What if we rewrote the same book three times? Bella and Edward are the least interesting characters. Who are. <laughs> she rewrote it so many times. <laughs> like. Uh... <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank you for dedicating your Tuesday to us. No. Thank you for listening to this for an hour on whatever day of the week you fucking are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us online at Twyback Tuesday on Instagram, Twitter, and then at gmail.com. Just all one word together. Follow for quality Twilight memes. That's all we post. I never said they were quality. I think they're quality. Okay. The ones that our listeners make for us are quality. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> And people have, which is extremely touching yeah. and Aww. literally makes my entire day. Aw, yeah, it does. He gets um, so excited. He showed one to me at the coffee shop the other morning, and I thought his face was going to explode. Yeah, so <laughs> it, was it was so good. Thank you so much for doing that as well. We love your memes. <laughs> Thank you for the memes. Yeah, Alexis made us a really good one this week. Yes, it was awesome. And until next Tuesday. No, not November is almost over. Y'all can make it. <laughs> if Edward can do it, then so can you. <laughs> Good luck, my dude.